it's the best time of the year I don't know if there'll be snow But have a cup of cheer Hello, 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 ho, ho, ho <laughs> Aloha <laughs> It's Jan, your friend Jan And Caitlin Green, pregnant Caitlin Green Who was on <laughs> week 107 No, what week are you on? Feels like 107, but it's 27 <laughs> Adam Karsh is in his basement with new tapered sweatpants. <laughs> My goodness, the holidays are starting to feel real. Um, it is tropical in Alberta right now. Uh, yesterday, I saw people, this ha- car full of people driving around in a convertible, uh, top down. The uh, I had to run a few errands. I really wasn't out of my car, but I dropped a few little, little things off. And I saw bar patios that were open with a bunch of people sitting outside drinking beer uh-huh. uh and the numbers in alberta are not so they're just yeah. uh, i think there's seventeen thousand active cases and they're saying that uh some of the restrictions that went into place i don't know what the restrictions were i don't know what they were it doesn't feel like there was any but anyhow we won't dwell i know people are so sick of covid but i just i'm excited about adam's pants and (laughs) it's my first uh covid clothes purchase because i wear sweatpants every day and my other ones are wearing thin hey at least you wear pants at least you wear pants pants. (laughs) how are you feeling how are you feeling caitlin I feel good. I just, I feel uh, tired this week. Our weather, we've had like above seasonal temperatures here also, but we've had, we had two great days of sun and now we're back to gloomy kind of like bleh. And so I think the combo pack of being third trimester level pregnant and it's pitch black here at four thirty, and a couple days of like gloomy rain. I yeah. feel, a little, I feel a little energy zapped if I'm being honest. It's um, light is important. It is. The light in our lives is important. Uh, My friend Stephanie, who lives in BC, swears by the book light that she puts on uh, December, January, kind of February-ish, because she said, Jan, I cannot deal with being blue for three months out of the year. So her book light is big. I guess those things work. And, you know, they have, I always think it's, you know, kind of hilariously unfortunate that it's called seasonal affective disorder, sad. Yes. And so they say that they have the sad lights and I know people who get them every year and they turn them on and it's supposed to recreate the feeling of the sun and it's supposed to give you that exact same feeling as your friend's book light. And I have a lot of friends who've invested in their first sad light this year, a lot of coworkers who've done the same thing um, because they're really feeling it. And I know that, I don't know about if, the, I don't know if this has happened out in Alberta, Jan, but in Ontario, we had an MPP who put forward a motion to do away with the twice annual clock changing he wants to leave us on one time the whole year that's it we don't change the clock saskatchewan is on one time saskatchewan doesn't change so smart and he basically went through you know initially in the pitch and it's now passed with full approval in uh in through legislation so that's great but he said you know uh the the darkness the early darkness accounts for lots of traffic accidents lots of uh hitting pedestrians here in toronto which is a big problem we have but also obviously mental health issues and physical health issues when they change the clocks people's incidence of cardiac problems go up so i'm like yeah i it's not I, it can't just be the few of us who are like oh i'm a little tired i was like i think all of us are kind of impacted by how dark it gets in canada 
Well, if you can imagine living further north, even than we do, I remember early days in the 90s when I was zooming around the world with music. Um, I was in Finland and, and there was like three and a half hours of yes. sunlight and people were walking around like, um, I guess they were used to it. I mean, there was kids laughing and people going in and out of restaurants, but it was like pitch black at two o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, this is so bizarre. Anyway, a, uh, a, a sad book light, a blue light would be a nice gift to get, I think, at Christmas time. Although like the, timing, the timing would be a little off because you would have needed it for six weeks before that. What are What is some of the worst gifts you've ever gotten, Caitlin? Oh, worst gifts. I'm trying to think. I've returned a lot of, and I, I don't want to say they're the worst, but I've returned a lot of clothing items in my life and shoes because I think they're very personal. And so I find that they tend to be a little bit of a hit and miss situation. So I've returned a lot of those. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Of the worst, like the the worst one. Oh, I received a um, I received a a DVD box set of some live concert series. I honestly forget who the artist was, and a coffee table book. Again, like a visual artist from an ex boyfriend of mine. These were all gifts that he wanted. I remember just getting a full like basket, like a smorgasbord of gifts that he wanted music from his favorite artist, his favorite, you know, artist, his favorite concert DVD series. Everything was just like, it's what he wanted to buy for himself. And I I got a full package uh, of it. There's always those things that, you know, you're getting last minute from somebody running into a shopper's drug mart or London drugs or something, you know, (laughs) Hey, a lavender sachet for your underpant drawer. (laughs) Or, uh, you know, those really badly plastic wrapped gift sets with a hand cream that you've never heard of in your life, like Eve Saint tree topper. Totally. It's, it's (laughs) not even, there's no brand. You, you, it wouldn't even recognize anything about it, but, um, it, it is difficult. I think that's why gift cards consistently come in like the top, top 10 gifts that people will buy for other people at the top of that list is gift cards. Yeah. And so we all know that we, we yeah. know that, and that eliminates the clothing thing. Like Adam went out and bought his tapered sweatpants, but <laughs> somebody might not have known that he wanted tapered sweatpants. So yeah, clothing. My mom used to always buy us packages of socks We'd get socks from the co-op or from Walmart or something that were white socks wrapped in that plastic thing that you could take your blood pressure with. And we'd get (laughs) socks. I mean, you can't go wrong with socks. I still to this day love getting socks and candles. So what do you guys think are in the top 10 gifts that people will buy for each other this year? So number one being gift card what what do you what do you think is on this list it's going to be like a version of family feud here folks these are the top 10 gifts people will buy this year according to survey sets i don't know how many people they surveyed but let's say 100 are you passing (laughs) there has to be something to do with technology on there like there has to be like headphones or earbuds ding 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 number six smartphone accessories 25 percent Adam? I think air fryers are really big right now. What? Is that on there? Air fryers. Oh, yeah, okay. I know about these. I've ding, ding, ding. That would be number four, Adam, household items, uh, 35%. Okay. Yes, the air fryer has 
It's it's like uh, 2020's Instapot. Yes, yes, exactly. So explain to me air fryer. So do you know what it is? My wife really wants one. And I okay. they're cool. But I've done some research. It's basically a mini convection oven. Yeah. It's really okay. all it is. I'm not saying they don't work. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm not saying they're not cool. I'm not saying they'll make you nice crispy fries or chicken fingers or whatever you put in there and vegetables, crispy vegetables, tempura style. But it's really a marketing gimmick to say air fryer. It's a mini convection oven. So if yeah. you have a toaster oven with a convection setting, you really don't need one. Just throwing that out there. Oh I've done my, my research. gosh, you've just ruined everybody's. <laughs> but they are great. If you don't have a, a, a mini toaster oven that has a convection setting, then get an air fryer. It's amazing. Well, here, here's the list. Gift card is number one. I like getting a gift card. Clothing is number two. So, Caitlin, that's a little confusing because clothing is tough. It's a personal, very yeah. personal decision. Here's a sweater. And if you're getting scarves and gloves, you're getting someone who's not put in the work. I'm sorry. If I get a pair of gloves from either of you people or a scarf, we're, this podcast is over. Uh, number three, fashion accessories, also difficult. Yeah. Right? Jewelry is hard. My gosh. Household items, number four. Food and drink, number five. I think we can all kind of just, I don't know. I don't mind getting food and drink. Give me whatever you want. Give me... Food and drink. What does that mean, food and drink? Well, wine, like a a great bottle of wine or some chocolates. But the thing is, you want the good chocolates. So everything has to come with the asterisk. Dark, dark chocolate. Yeah. Don't like milk chocolate. Go go for like, you know, lint or, you know, don't cheap out on the chocolates. Nobody wants cheap chocolates. You know how there's always like some stores will sell you uh, on your way through the cash. They'll have that like big, long wandering line you have to go through. And yep. if you look at the candy and the chocolates on that lead up to the cash, they're mostly expired. Oh. Don't get those. Well, those and they're, they're, they're kind of no name brand. They, they make it look like Toblerone, but it's like topper yeah. on. It's what? Like bubble, it's, yeah, and you get it bubble. home and you're like, what is this? Yeah, Boblerone expired two years ago. No, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, the smartphone accessories. I mean, headphones yeah. and things like that. I, I always, I, I, those are fun to get. Computer accessories, don't even know what that means. That's number seven. Number eight, books. Give me a book any day of the week. I don't even care if I've read it again because I will wrap it up and re-gift it. We're going to talk about re-gifting when we come back. Um, number nine is other. God forbid. What does other <laughs> mean? <laughs> what is that? I've like, I feel like they've covered off a lot of things, but the only uh, thing that they maybe haven't, is there beauty anywhere on there? Was there like electric items? Well, it says fashion accessories, household items. Um, and the last big- one, the last one is hilarious to me. This is like, it's exercise equipment. What okay. are we talking? The thigh up master until- that was big in 77. Up until this year, Jan, I'm with you. But now with gyms closed, I know that people okay. have been racing for home weights. I know more people who've invested in a stationary bike than I care to name. And like like Peloton is like the hugest thing ever. And it was the kind of gift where last Christmas, everyone was making fun of Peloton because there was that ad that was reviled by the general public because the husband buys his wife a Peloton and everyone thought that he was trying to infer that she needed to get into shape and it was BS. <laughs> that was the takeaway. This year, if you gave someone a Peloton, I think they'd, they'd ask you to marry them because no one can go to a gym. Oh, I, I just, um, I, I mean... 
I like the Peloton. Chris, yeah. my, well, we're going we're to come back. Listen, we're, we're going to come back. Don't go away. This is Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Jingling, jing, jing, jing. You're listening to the Jan Arden Podcast. So you better watch out and you better not cry and you better not pout and I'm a telling you why. Santa Claus is a coming to town. Welcome back. Jan Arden Podcast. The holiday edition. We're going to be doing this for the next three weeks. Possibly four weeks, possibly five. We're going to go right into January because we're going to discuss things we've gotten from as gifts during COVID. Everyone's doing online shopping. Everyone's scrambling to get as as you if you were with us in the first segment, the the top 10 stuff people are getting are quite odd. I still want to know what other like just uh-huh. miscellaneous other is. OK, um, these are the gifts that no one wants, apparently. Caitlin has done a lot of research on this. Sure have. What What do you think they are, Caitlin? What do you? I th- I think nobody <laughs> wants nobody wants the uh, the picture frames and the candles. You you well oh my candles no 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 candles are at the top of my list. So do do not if you know me you can get me a nice candle one of those seventy hour burning candles and I love eucalyptusy pine tree spruce tree I'm in like if, if that's what you're gonna I know you two are still haven't sent me my stuff yet but I'm all <laughs> okay so picture frames are number one Caitlin yeah and who prints pictures anyway exactly it's all you've, on your phone you've given me an errand and maybe an errand in a frame that I don't like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! You're you're looking at it going. Uh, this is labor intensive. Yeah, I like- don't have a printer. I haven't had ink in the printer since March, when all the printer ink in the world was suddenly bought at Staples. I don't even know what's going on. I went to get printer ink three weeks ago. I ran in in a hazmat suit into Staples because <laughs> I'm one of those scaredy scaredersons. I don't want to get COVID. I had like three masks on, sunglasses, a ball cap, my hair tucked away. And my coat zipped up to my nostrils and I ran in. There was no ink on the wall. It's because everyone's working from home. Everyone used to print their stuff at work. But when you're working from home, people, it was like a run on printers and printer ink probably. Man alive. Okay. So body care products. I I don't, I don't want that. Please don't give me a hamper with just stuff. A bath bomb. I don't want a bath bomb. And you know what else too happens this year? And this is why I was saying candles for the list, but you can spread that out over the beauty products is the weird scents. Everything's like cranberry mint or something (laughs) weird and holiday themed. So I think that's why people don't want like the stinky candle and the the hand lotion that you're going to smell from space. Well, I don't want anything with sparkles to be honest. Yeah. Agreed. Like the holidays with, like bath stuff. I remember like this is four or five years ago. Once again, I did think I got a cranberry cucumber juniper bomb surprise. I don't even know what it was, (laughs) but I get out of the shower and I had a white bath towel and it was kind of weird. It was a little gritty. I'm doing my thing. I'm scrubbing my, all my bits and I get out. Well, there is like sparkles from here to like, I can't Kingdom stand glitter. Come. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had glitter everywhere. It's almost like, why didn't I realize this? 
Yeah. Anyway, don't don't and, give glitter at Christmas. And like, really, if the person that you're giving this to is 12 years old, then maybe they'll be thrilled about glitter. But yeah, no but- adult person in their right mind is wearing body glitter. Like, it's just you can't do that. It stays forever. It gets on everything. It was like big in the 90s, though, like going to the clubs and stuff. I remember all these sprays, these body sprays had like a little iridescence in them so that yeah, I guess when you're on the floor in the club, you're just slightly <laughs> sparkling. Uh, I know they had like iridescent um, face uh, shimmer that was big for a while. Like shimmer comes and goes. It's like pantyhose. <laughs> pantyhose comes and goes. <laughs> but uh, anyway, they say that most people, most of us this year are going to be buying most of the stuff. And I mean, 77% of the stuff for ourselves. Yeah, this is the year that people are going to be treating themselves. I think this is a treat yourself year in 2020. A, we've had a crap year. B, we're probably not seeing people in person. And we may not be shipping stuff to everyone. We might just all decide, and we're shopping for ourselves this year. That makes sense to me. Well, they're saying on the average, every person is buying themselves six gifts. (laughs) (laughs) I, (laughs) I have, I actually... I'm going to believe that a bit because some of the online shopping that I've done, and I have done quite a bit at smaller places. I haven't done the big box store, Best Buy, a lot of Amazon, a lot of, I've really tried to go, you know, smaller on my Instagram feed last week, I posted a picture and I said, listen, everybody post your business underneath, you know, in your comments, tell me what you do. Tell me what you, so it was all, Underneath there, there was like 500 comments. So I actually clicked on there and I bought some baking goods and cookies from Cochrane, which is like 20 minutes for me and just little things that seemed really fun. Did you ever do a family gift exchange in your family? Like everyone draws a name and gets one gift for someone? Uh, We didn't, but I know a lot of people do. I've I've done that before with the band uh, on the road sometimes because a lot of times I'm touring in December last year I got home the 23rd of December because Mm -hmm. I'm out with doing symphony Christmas stuff yeah but yeah we have done we have done stuff within the band and it is hilarious I love doing that it was it's not like secret Santa like you you literally draw a name yeah it's kind of like secret Santa and I think you know in a group of friends or certainly in a band definitely in a family I find that there's always the one or two people who are the amazing gift givers. And then there are the people who are the notoriously horrible ones. And you always root for that person, the good gift giver to get you. And when you just mentioned Cochrane, Alberta, I thought of back in the day, my dad's side of the family, we used to do a, a green family gift exchange. And my aunt Sharon Ann, her husband, Jamie, they live in Cochrane, Alberta. He was the best gift giver. Oh, and wow. I'm surprised would, it was a guy. Sorry. Yeah. I'm surprised. And he would always give everyone the best gift. And it was hilarious year in, year out. Everyone was like, who, who did Jamie pick? Like you couldn't wait. He would die if he got you. And then if he didn't get you, you might get the person who gives you like a coffee table book that was on the discount aisle at Indigo about, you know, children and cabbages or whatever. <laughs> well, last year I had a few people over Christmas Eve. Gosh, this seems just like a billion years ago, yeah. but we do this thing. Uh, somebody wraps up a gift um, my friend's daughter, Maya, she wrapped it. I was probably wrapped 80 times with tons of tape and we all get oven mitts and you have like just a few seconds to open this gift. I think it's, there's a, there's a, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but we laughed until we felt sick of 
passing the elements over, trying to open what's in this gift. And uh, I don't think it's anything glorious. I think it was a, a $10 Starbucks card <laughs> that was wrapped in something that was the size of a basketball. You are listening to the Jan Arden podcast. We're having a great day today and uh, trying to keep things up, up, up. It's been a long year, a hard year. Don't go away. We got lots to talk about, lots of holiday fun things to talk about. Come back. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me been an awful good girl santa baby so hurry down the chimney tonight welcome back to the janard podcast and here as always with caitlin and adam um they say and i don't know who the they are that <laughs> people are trying really really extra super hard to get just the right gift for people because of the nature of the year we've had Mm-hmm. that they're spending a lot of time online. And like I said, not just the big box stores, but like the Etsy type of stuff, handmade things. Yeah. Um, a lot of personalizing apparently is going on with gift giving this year. Uh, sites that do personalizing. So here's a hammer that says Adam's hammer <laughs> or a pocket watch or like personalizing is really big. I don't know if I'd want my name on something. Does that <laughs> seem appealing I, to I you? Know, I know this has been a big year for loungewear in general because everyone's at home so much. And pajamas and robes fall into that category. And if you get somebody like a beautiful pajama set or really, really fabulous robe and you put their, you have it monogrammed, put okay. their initials on it, that's pretty nice. I feel like that's that's a nice way to like class up the fact that we can't leave the house. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, yeah, y- y- it, yeah, you can leave the house in a robe, um, but you you should. <laughs> should you? Yeah, yeah but, but should, should you? you. Um, on the break, Caitlin mentioned something really funny, and that is the absence of the Christmas office party. Mm-hmm. And you were saying, Caitlin, you know, we always look forward to the person that has one too many shots of schnapps or I didn't know there was booze in that punch and something inevitably happens, you know, that they have to live down for the rest of the year. It's truly the only reason I go (laughs) to see the drunkest person. I feel a little evil because I feel like I I walk in and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. Look at who's already hammered. And I just want (laughs) to watch and see what happens because uh, maybe this is a byproduct of working in, in entertainment my whole life, but the Christmas parties uh, in media can get real boozy. And I've seen people's <laughs> careers go down in flames because of what they've done at a really? office Christmas party. Yeah, I know people, I know, I know two people who got fired from their jobs. Oh, come on, what, Caitlin. Yeah, yes. Okay, now and, do tell. What, what, what could have been so bad? Uh, I know one, I, <laughs> I work at one company where... <laughs> Um, they, uh, uh, let's just say talent hooked up with, hooked up with a, um, an intern of sorts and decided that they were going to do so in one of the editing suites and the edit suites are, the edit suites are filled with like for anyone that doesn't know television, like this is where all the money is hiding, right? Because it's all the equipment. It's the most expensive place. So guess what they have in all the edit suites, cameras. Oh no. And so this whole drunken encounter was caught on camera. And oh, uh, that's amazing. As, as terrible result, but amazing. It's terrible this person's but amazing. Career was 
um, shortened at the company. And well, I mean, it's just so embarrassing. I, it is. It, it, it's really sad. I mean, I, out of all the emotions, <laughs> embarrassment is my least favorite. I know. At the holidays. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the top things that people are buying for themselves is booze. So you might want to just check yourself at the door. If you're getting your bottle of Bailey's this year, Bailey's is alcohol. You (laughs) may not want to do too much of that starting at eight o'clock in the morning. Well, Um, and I guess what's the equivalent going to be now? Are people going to get drunk and then have an office like zoom party? Cause look at office parties aren't, aren't happening this year, at least not in Toronto that I'm aware of. Well, listen, I, I do cameos. So if you want to book me on a cameo, it all goes to animal welfare. Anyway, I digress. Many of the cameos that are coming in for me now are for me to make a little uh, video for their office virtual parties. Oh, cool. Uh, We're not having a get together this year. So basically they'll give me, it's Sally, George, John, Marissa, and Tammy. And if you could just give a shout out to our top whatever this year and maybe sing a little something. So they are doing office parties because I've done 20 of them in the last week mm-hmm. of just saying hello, singing a little something. And it's fun. I'm trying to cheer everybody on and it goes to a good cause. So, yeah, they're doing them. But I, I think they will definitely be drinking. I bet you everyone's got a cocktail in their hands. <laughs> That's and funny. a lot of people don't drink normally ever until the holidays. Is that a good idea? Oh, what? I know. I haven't. I only drink at Christmas. Okay. <laughs> But what well, you have to build mean? up your tolerance, right? Yeah, it's true. I, I, I admittedly, um, and I've been saying this for the past week, I've been a little, feeling a little like grumpy. And part of it is because I'm missing my holiday cocktails. I like a cocktail. I oh, like rum and eggnog. Yeah. And I love nothing more than the feeling of the week between Christmas and New Year's where nothing matters. And I don't feel guilty about having a mimosa every day. And okay, this year I can't do it because I'm expecting and so I was like, what the heck? And then I thought, what does this say? You're expecting to have a drink when this is all <laughs> over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I was like, why do I look forward to drink, like drinking around the holidays so much? But I do. I don't drink at the office Christmas parties as a personal rule because I've seen too many people uh, make fools of themselves. And also because I now at this stage of my life, because I work on a morning show, I'm up so early that usually they're on like a Thursday night or something. So I can't go in with a hangover anyways. But I'm really going to miss watching people make complete fools of themselves themselves it's it's robbed me oh i don't think joy. it's i don't think that's over yet caitlin i okay. think you are going to have opportunities i think there's going to be some video stuff surfacing you know <laughs> imminently in the next couple of weeks of people that literally are doing things on camera that oh, no. that will be that will be eternally preserved um okay people people are also buying a lot of things that are in earnest to try and lift people's spirits. I don't know what the, they they didn't list the items in the little article that I looked at. They just said, you know, three of three and four people are trying to buy gifts, making a huge effort to, to lift people's spirits. Mm -hmm. And I was hoping I was reading the article and I'm like, where, where part of that, what are these gifts? So I don't know. The personalized stuff? What, what do you guys think that is? I'm just curious as I'm sitting here looking at this. Well, I know like Apple, for, for instance, I don't have them as I show you my AirPods case. You can get your AirPods case engraved with your name or your initials or whatever. Oh, so That's uh, what I was saying, that that stuff is really big this year to have 
things personalized. Um, yeah, and I, I know a lot of people who are this year because they can't get together in person with friends and family so much. They're, for the first time ever, actually doing a family photo album, you know, like a year-end family photo album, or they're trying to put together a really cool video. Like my husband and I just recorded a whole group of us, um, a, a birthday video for his grandmother who turned 90. That and is it's the like, best. You know, it's like 50 people all talking about fun memories with her. And it's that's just really cool. Yeah. So there's, there's lots of stuff like that, that I think maybe that's that combination of like mood lifting and personalized gift that would go the extra mile. Cause we're all feeling a little bummed out. Plus you can never go wrong buying someone something to watch. So if it's like maybe like a favorite streaming service, or maybe you're getting someone a TV, who knows? Yeah. But I bet you if it, if it helps you watch something from Sofa Island, that's going to be a big deal. Well, Sofa Island. I know <laughs> good friends of mine just bought uh, their mother uh, like a 60-inch television. Yeah. And they've, yeah. they've given it to her already because yeah. they wanted her to be able to enjoy it, you know, for all the Christmas programming that's coming up, which I'm really looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the Charlie Brown stuff that's coming up. I haven't seen it yet. I, I watch The Grinch every year. Um, that horrible one, that claymation of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yep. That's classic. Uh, with, 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 the, with the the abominable snowman that scared the hell out of me as a child. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to all that kind of stuff. I, I Buying a TV, boy, they're a lot cheaper than they used to be. If, True. I, like, I, back in the day, I remember my mom and dad trying to buy like the first edition of a flat screen that was still like eight inches thick and they were like twenty nine hundred dollars yeah and now you can go in and buy a pretty big television that's one thirty nine ninety nine and it's a <laughs> smart tv bucks. so anyway i i um i'm happy with a box of lifesavers i'm serious if, if you guys <laughs> want to send me that i'm going to keep pestering you throughout the show of I'll, I'll give you my address again just to, you know, if you want to send me that, Adam showed us a plate of a gift oh. that he got several years ago. We're not going to talk about it. No. Right. <laughs> so what, what, oh, that's it. He's making me wrap up. I this know. Whole... I'm sorry. We have to take a well, break. Well, we, we have to take a break. So let's sell something. Let's sell some bread. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jan Arden Podcast. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. Welcome back, Jan Arden Podcast. I've enjoyed talking about all this stuff today. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to feel Christmassy. You starting to feel Christmassy, Caitlin? Yeah, I got a Christmas tree, and I feel pretty good about it. It always you helps. Get? Do, you have, do you have a real one? We have a real one. It so is the smell a, of spruce and... Oh, love it. Nothing beats a balsam fir to me. I have the candle, too. I love the balsam fir candles. But nothing beats you're, the smell you're of a talking, real tree. You're talking the language of love to me right now, Caitlin. <laughs> With yeah. any kind of tree-smelling, balsam, mm-hmm. sprucey, spicy Christmas. Um, yeah. Anyway, this, um, this year, everything is looking different. Obviously, don't need to tell anybody that. But let's, let's give it to the retailers out there. Let's, we we got to give props and shout out to anybody working in retail you're not only, you know, doing a job that's difficult dealing with the public, but now you're dealing with a public that has been masked for months and months and are in public spaces 
trying to stay away from other people, trying to get help and are talking through masks. And um, there's things that they're doing that they just are not paid enough for. Which well, brings yeah, me like to this next thing. The mask thing reminds me of the, all the retail workers who have to confront people who aren't wearing masks. And all of a sudden they get stuck in a job where they're not only helping you pick out gifts to buy, but they're mask police. It would be very stressful. Yeah. Um, it, it is, but there's, we've all been in jobs where we've said to ourselves, I am not being paid enough for this. And I just want to start this conversation off by reading you some really hilarious ones. Um, this guy says, being told that I ruined a woman's Christmas because the supermarket I worked at was out of brandy-infused marmalade. And apparently he ruined the screaming woman's Christmas. By oh, have you? Oh, my God. I can't. I don't know how people maintain their cool in grocery stores because I have witnessed firsthand a grocery store meltdown about a specific favorite item not being in stock and the mental anguish that this seems to have caused one person who could have just gone to another store. I feel for that man. But the, the, the ridiculous things that people say and do to people. No. Do you know what ruining your Christmas would be? It's barging in your front door and shooting your family. That would, <laughs> that would probably be more like you ruined Christmas, but not having a brandy infused marmalade. Yeah. I ran over your dog in the driveway. That would probably ruin Christmas, yeah. but not finding, you know, you guys are out of the dark chocolate after eights. You have right. ruined my Christmas. Yeah. Not like, no, your daughter was kidnapped from Costco. <laughs> no, that, that would never minimum, happen. But minimum wage is not enough for, uh, for these moments. I'll say that. It, it really isn't. But there's some really funny ones. This, this, I don't know if it was a man or a woman. Uh, when I was 18 and working at a retail store, a baby in his mother's arms went number two in his diaper couldn't contain it. It spilled out onto the floor and the mother just ran away. Oh. <laughs> I was, I was not paid enough to literally pick up that child's, you know, little accident. But I mean, I just, but this is retail folks. This is people on, on, you talk about a frontline worker and we have talked a lot about people that are in grocery stores, in retail, working at a drug store, working, you know, whether it's, you know, restaurants, all the people that are dealing with the public and the public have gone, we're, we're even more ridiculous. And I'm saying we, because we're all in this together. There's no one that's exempt. There's no one in this process that has not had a bad day. I know that I've had bad days throughout this. Um, I, I just, for, it, for, for me, an example of I'm not paid enough for this. And the reason I can say that is because when I used to do radio um, promo, Caitlin, and you've seen many, many artists oh, yeah. stream into the station over the years. So mm -hmm. they're, we're promoting new records, we're promoting books, whatever it is we're promoting. We're not paid for it. Like there's no one saying, here's a 40 grand, go do, it really isn't. You get yourself up and you go out the door and that's, you just do it because you're hoping that that helps you with concert sales a year down the road. Anyway, yeah. we're not getting paid for this stuff. So <laughs> I just remember promoting, it was, it was years ago, it was probably the song Insensitive. And I 
had to go in and sing a couple of songs at a black light bowling alley at 6.30 in the morning. The DJs were set up in there, so they were doing a remote piece. So I had this bra on, (laughs) and you could see my white bra through this jacket that I had. My teeth looked just so, just bananas. And um, I, they were giving away coffee and donuts to people that were listening to the radio. So just imagine, if you will, the kinds of people oh, that I were know. peeling off their normal roots to go to a black light bowling alley at yep. 630 in the morning to hear Jan Arden singing Insensitive over and over and over. I had to sing it every like 20 minutes. And um, that was just like one of those moments where I felt so embarrassed. And then I was standing behind the table giving out the donuts and the coffee to the people that were like they didn't care if I lived or died they didn't care about the song they didn't care they're like can I and they would bring containers of yes so that I could fill up their containers with the donuts the complimentary donuts that you're basically supposed to have one and a cup of coffee anyway that is one of the many I am not paid enough for this moments that I've had in my musical career remotes are a funny thing in radio because you go there you're with the general public but also you might be somewhere like the entrance way to a grocery store so a lot of people don't know you they don't know the station even necessarily and but they do see that you have free keychains or free pens or heaven forbid the piece de resistance for prize pigs a t-shirt and the free t-shirt the free t-shirt kind of like zombies will stumble up to your table and be like, that a free t-shirt. And then you wind, you wind up in like a 10 minute long conversation about their Crohn's disease. And you're like, what? like that has happened. To what me. is that happening? Is, like, where am I? I can't escape. I'm stuck behind this table near the banana section at this small town grocery store. It is like the story of most people who who've worked, you know, in radio, they, they know it well. So I, I feel you on that Giveaways, one. giveaways. They, they open a portal to another world. <laughs> it's, it is they crazy. Open a, so, so, and I, I know most people don't do this, but also in radio, the thing that I've noticed too, uh, that I was privy to because I've done so much morning radio promo mm-hmm. is that, They'll have a contest, you know, fourth caller, we'll take the ninth caller, we'll take the third caller. Well, they have people that are like, and, and most of the stuff doesn't go on the air because they answer the calls off the air. Yeah. And then when they do have a call, they'll, they'll put that segment on the air. But it's usually like, no, Marg, you, you can't, you've already won, you know, 20 times this month. You can't yes. phone in again. Um, so it's the same people that phone again and again and again, just trying to win uh, a ten percent off. I don't. I don't. I can't even say what it is, but it's it's a really interesting thing to watch unfold. And at Christmas time, it even it escalates. Oh because- yes, it's it it is like it. First of all, it's a it is a legitimate disorder. There are people who are addicted to entering contests. <laughs> it's like a team of scientists is studying this somewhere in Switzerland. I promise you. And my, I didn't get paid enough for this moment. It's funny because it kind of all connects these things. It was my first ever babysitting gig. And it was for a couple that lived up the street from my house in high school. And they had two little kids, a daughter who was the sweetest thing ever, and a son who was a little off plum. And so I'm babysitting for them. And the five, like back in the day, you're making five bucks an hour, whatever. And I was given the task of today, you're going to take the kids to this big Olympic swimming pool here in Toronto. (laughs) So 
I take them to the swimming pool. <laughs> the little boy is probably like five or six. He has to come into the women's change room with us because he can't go in by himself, obviously. So he comes in with us. I'm getting them changed, whatever. He takes his clothes off and proceeds to run at Mach 10 around the change room, yelling, I'm a robot, robots don't have to wear clothes, and physically running into naked women in the showers. So I'm chasing oh. him around a public pool like a greased pig. And then he lodges his finger into the drinking fountain guard. So the thing that prevents you from sucking on the like where the water's coming yes. out has a little hole in it. He yeah. jams his tiny little finger into this and it gets stuck. And I have to call the staff, like the Parks and Rec staff, to come and unscrew <laughs> the blocker. And the oh funniest God. thing, oh, I quit. Caitlin, I, I was like, quit. I can't. I can't I quit. I was like, I can't work. I can't do this anymore. I don't want to. And I need to be playing video games on my couch. I'm an only child. I can't handle this. So I quit. But the parents of these kids were prize pig people. They had an entire room dedicated into their house to entering contests. They were professional contest enterers. Wow. And they clipped out. We're talking like thousands of magazines and mail-in entries and two phone lines for contests. Like It was crazy. It was crazy. Well, should you know maybe we should do a contest here on the Jan Arden podcast? <laughs> never, never. Oh I mean, my god, win Adam Karsh's tapered sweatpants. No, they're the that only ones he... I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I know we only have a couple minutes left, but one of the worst contesting things that I ever was involved in was uh, people, a radio station had people write in with their one of the worst dating experiences that has ever happened. Well, anyway, the, and then someone won dinner with me. So I, this was in the States. This was in the States, mid nineties, insensitive once again. And the contest was what's your most insensitive dating story. That was the premise. That's how they launched it. So I'm now unbeknownst to me, I show up at this dinner. It's a steakhouse. They have two contest winners. One woman had made me a paper mache cat that was about three foot high that I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but I was very touched. She said, I spent a hundred hours on it. I'm like, wow, wow. And so that started out. And then during the dinner, as you do, you're, you're talking to people, they're bringing food. Uh, what what happened to you? Well, she told me the worst story ever in, in the history of the world of, of this Aww. dating. And there was a death involved. And, and let, no, I'm sitting here going, oh. did, did no one vet these people? Oh. Like, it was the weirdest oh. thing. Anyway, this has been our Christmas podcast. Thank <laughs> you for joining us. Um, you're listening to the Janard Podcast. We appreciate you. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, the coming weeks is going to be lots of Christmas and holiday Hanukkah, Chanukkah stuff. Um, we love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing on Spotify or iTunes. Just hit that subscribe button and you will be reminded that we have a new podcast week after week after week. We're always looking for someone to sponsor us. So if you've had an insensitive dating story and you'd like to sponsor us, <laughs> you do paper by shake cats. Come on down. Uh, Jan Arden, Adam Karsh, Caitlin Green. Totally did. This podcast is distributed by the Women in Media Podcast Network. Find out more at womeninmedia.network.